0: You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey.
1: My name is Dan.
2: And I'm Aaron. And this week, we're bringing back a tradition that, well, now it's a tradition because this will be the second time we've done it. (laughs) 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 The second annual. Yeah, we're creating a tradition with the second annual March Bandness Tournament, which is actually only second annual for us. It's actually been a thing that a a radio station in St. Louis has done for years. Yes, we didn't steal it. What are you talking about? No, that's not a copyright. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's why that's why we dub it. uh, Whenever I promote, we dub it a St. Louis rock radio tradition. We are correct. I don't even know if we're picking up like the torch or whatever. They might still be doing it. But but we're doing it, too, in our own different way.
0: They still do it, but they don't do it the way that we do.
2: Got it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we started this last year. We picked 16 bands, and we basically did something that we don't usually do, which is pit them against each other. Because music enjoyment isn't really about who's better than other people. <laughs> but there is still a realistic <laughs> fandom out there.
1: Everybody would like to think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I
1: mean... <laughs>
0: Well, honestly, we we did it last year as also a Twitter experiment just for uh, our sake as well.
2: An experiment it was, <laughs> yeah. We found out very quickly what bands have. Rabid vibrant, fan bases? Yep, rabid Twitter <laughs> fan bases. And if you don't recall, the winner of last year's tournament was Nonpoint, <laughs> which led to great things, actually. I was, I'm super
1: glad we did that. I almost have to say just rabid. Social media fan bases because they're right crazy on Facebook as well. Yes, non point. Yes, they they are just they're awesome. Don't crazy awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, crazy awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, these they have a lot of people that take. I mean, when we talked to Jason last, he was talking about how people bring them like food and stuff. Like when they're on the road, right? right. People just take care of these guys because they love them. And so we're gonna see who else out there has a similar thing going for them this year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it would be awesome because uh, I, I do agree that it it really did lead to a, a a beginning to of an awesome relationship and had so much fun interviewing the band and and uh, seeing them r- just release awesome music and and just keep doing great things.
2: Yeah, the timing was perfect. We we that up that interview initially came out right when their single "Ruthless" came out, their first track that they'd released after going fully independent, forming their own label. And then if you listen about a month back, we talked to Jason, the guitarist, again. And um, low key, we have a mission to talk to everyone in that band at some point or another because we dig them and it would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, agreed. But with this this year, we're going to try it again and see if we can uh, make some more connections.
1: And we have a lot of big up and coming bands on this list that really excite me and should excite everybody. (laughs)
2: Last
1: year's field was a lot more veterans,
2: well, a lot of veterans, mostly veterans. This year's field is is quite the opposite. Yes,
0: this year's field is rising stars and
2: up and comers. Yeah. So here's how this works. We did 16 bands last year. We're we're narrowing it down to eight this year uh, for the sake of simplicity. Honestly, mostly for us. Um, (laughs) And the idea is that whoever wins this tournament that will will go on throughout the week of the airing of this episode we'll do an episode about them. So part of what you're voting isn't just who do I like better, but who do I want to hear the edge talk about or talk to possibly. So it's not a guarantee that there'll be an interview, but that's always the desire. If that doesn't work out, there are other ways that we can, that we can explore these different bands and their histories and their futures too. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So shall we announce the field? We should. Who wants to, who wants to, to drop the the first match up here? (laughs) All right. For our first matchup, we have
0: Tourmates Collide with Mammoth WVH versus Dirty
2: Honey. And we have talked about both of these bands in previous episodes. And as you'll hear in just a moment, what we'll get back to their tour together is actually sort of what inspired us to select this sort of rising rock star uh, lineup for this year's March Bandness.
0: Yes, yes.
2: So
1: we decided why not actually pit them against each other for fun? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, and it's going to be an interesting matchup too. Mm hmm. See whose fans show up. That's right. <laughs> for the next matchup, we have the East Coast Clash. The upcoming band, Plush versus 0936. I call this East Coast because
2: I'm. Pretty sure Plush is from New York and Zero's from Philly. If I'm a little bit off on that, um, they're still battling each other in the first round, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are two incredibly different bands right here going against each other. Yes. Yeah. And both of them had great albums that came out last year, and uh, they both have some some really dedicated followers as well, so that's going to be interesting. Interesting that you say that. Actually, every
2: band in this field had a new release of some sort last year. Oh, uh, so there's yeah, there's yeah. a lot of quality music and most of them were on our list, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> right. That's partially why we we stuck with this field.
2: Yeah, makes sense. Which leads us to the third one on our list here is the the West Coast Battle. The West is best uh, Aaron Jones, who took number one on our top 20 list. Versus Dorothy. Dorothy isn't a band we've talked about too much. Uh, She came up in the Rockville episode, I believe. Yes. Yes. But uh, she also that she and they she being Dorothy, the singer, also Dorothy, the name of the band, however you want to roll with that. (laughs) (laughs) They had an EP last year as well,
1: and they are pretty killer. Yeah, they have a new single out uh, already for this year, too. There you go. they will be a formidable opponents for Aaron. Yeah. That was who put out what we viewed as one of the best albums of the year last year.
0: And finally, rounding out the field, we have the Battle of International Flavor with Cam Cole, the UK, versus Cleopatric from Canada.
2: These are also the smallest artists in that Cam Cole is one man, a one man band (laughs) and street musker from the UK, and Cleopatric is a two man band from Canada so collectively they're still outnumbered by just about everybody else on this list although i guess mammoth is also a one-man band and zero has a band but he's still just one dude yeah and, and then there's the dorothy dorothy thing again so it gets a little wild here and aaron jones he has a consistent and fantastic band but they still just go with his own it's name it's the same thing as dorothy right yeah, yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> my backing band goes with my name Nonetheless, there's one Cam Cole and two of Cleopatric's. So and they, to, to my knowledge, they don't fill out their lineup anymore live. Yeah. So so that's pretty cool. I'm excited about both of those guys. Cleopatric, along with Dorothy, I think was really the only band we didn't really give much of a shout out to last year. So I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm not saying I'm rooting for anybody in particular, but if one of them goes far, then that'll be a cool opportunity to, to dive into something that we haven't really
1: touched on yet. Yeah, I agree always like talking about bands we haven't discussed or gone further into.
2: Yep.
0: And honestly, even if this field, any of them don't end up winning, we'll probably still end up talking about them in an episode
2: down the line. Yeah. (laughs) So how this is going to work, we have, this is our first round you just heard. Obviously, it will be three rounds going down until we have one champion. And this entire tournament is going to be held on Twitter because, again, simplicity. And it's going to be held within the week of this episode release. So if you come back to your podcast feed and there's a new episode of The Itch after this one you're listening to, you have missed your window. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry about that. You can still let us know your thoughts. That would be great. We're happy to hear them, but your vote will not be tallied. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. (laughs) So hit up the Twitter and let us know. We're going to get this out of the way. Before the March Madness tournament starts, so that there's not really for any reason. (laughs) I'm sure there'd be a lot of really confused people. Totally, (laughs) this is basketball. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we're just going to get it out of the way so that we can we can also move on. And the quicker that we get it figured out, the quicker we can start plotting what that episode will look like too. So there's your behind the scenes.
0: So a couple weeks back when we were recording. Um we just kind of got stuck on a on a topic and it it kind of led to a little bit of a rant and it it was so good that we were trying to figure out how we wanted to either tie it into an episode or maybe splice it in with something else kind of like what we're doing right now and so here is a little bit of a rant about uh elitist views in rock <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you'll understand why we led off this tournament with Mammoth versus Dirty Honey. Yes. So listen and enjoy this spliced two part episode.
1: So, me and Casey were talking, and, and the more and more that we talk to artists, the more and more I hear tweets and, and read articles and stuff. I, I, I think that I'm, I'm realizing that there's like an elitist rock band mentality for certain artists that just have like this really, you know, that are are popular that have been out there, you know, main stage for years, like comes to mind, like disturbed Dave and 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 Metallica, you know, I read an article that basically Draymond kind of said that he feels that streaming music saved music because he feels that otherwise, you know, the places like LimeWire and Napster would have taken down all the record companies because they were just giving music away for free. And I just think that that's an elitist way to look at it. Cause he's like, Oh, the music industry would have never survived if it wasn't for streaming music like, you know, like Spotify and Pandora. And it's like, I, I don't agree with that at all for one, because I think that music would have survived. Like people would have continued making music. People would have still gone to shows regardless of whether or not the freaking, uh, record companies are still putting out albums and shit as, as it's been proven. I just think that's an elitist way to look at things that, you know, I think he would have not made as much money. And then he also mentioned somewhere along the long lines of artists just need to check their contracts and make sure that they know what they're getting into when they sign. And it's like, yeah, for somebody like disturb, you can do that. You have that ability for somebody that's been struggling to just make it for five years and touring their asses off. They're probably going to take whatever the hell record deal they can get. So, it's just two different ways of looking at things. I think that it's becoming very, very clear that there is an elitist way of looking at things in the rock industry for certain hmm. people, yeah and, and you you hear that come up because you know, there's been the whole shebang about spotify
2: and and Neil Young and all that stuff going on lately. right. Yeah. and And one of the topics that comes up is, you know some of these influence these artists are so powerful that they can actually influence those businesses to make changes. And also, some of these artists are so big. That when they make comments about that, their views on there, whether they're intentionally being elitist or not, are really uh, removed from the majority of artists on there who are struggling to make it. And so like their way of seeing things isn't going to be the same, because like you said, there's there's the ability to like, for example, I think like um like Radiohead years ago released albums on their website for free. They were one of the very first to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was a cool idea and it was an interesting response to like illegal streaming and stuff. But at the same time, it was like Radiohead was a band that could afford to do that, whereas a lot of other, you know, smaller bands, just that's not a luxury that they would have had. And so, yeah, there's definitely some different takes on how music can be consumed and on. uh,
0: And how much money you can make off of it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think that's what people don't realize. Yeah. Artists, maybe like Disturb, are probably making money off their music because they've been around for so long. They have the rights. But, you know, when we talked to Nonpoint, they didn't start seeing the money off of their music until they started their own record label and got the, uh, the rights back to a couple yeah.
2: of their albums. Yes. Correct. And that's a big thing to me that I've, I've never fully understood. Like, you don't own your own music. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's very hard to get back to
1: yeah yeah and it's it's just crazy i think like you know it's it's just really as we dive more and more into the industry like it's it's very interesting getting to know the different aspects of it but i, I one thing that i'm absolutely loving though is i i it's, is that you typing it, it, yeah it's
2: i was gonna do math on how much money disturb has made from down with the sickness streaming on
1: spotify <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah uh Sorry, go ahead. But one of the things I think that's absolutely awesome nowadays is that artists are finding different ways to get their music out there. They're finding different ways to be successful because you can't go by the old standard, uh, old business model, especially in COVID. You know, we've got to adapt. We got to, you know, move onward to the next way to be successful in this with this industry.
2: I'm really glad that you brought that up. Actually, give me a second before I address that, because I actually want to type in this math without me talking
1: over my own typing. While you're doing that math, though, one thing I wanted to mention is that I think it's come out that artists only make, I think it's 0.0002% of a cent or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that Uh, for every stream. And so like when people think that they're streaming people's music and, and making the money by streaming it, they're not. The only, the best way, and we say this on the t- all the time on our show, the best way to support your local artists or your, your favorite artists is to buy merchandise, is to go see them live. Yep, That's the way that they make money. There's some episodes I'd really like to do
2: in the future that break, that I want to dive into those things more. Like, okay, multiple ways to support artists, period. Um, also, like, okay, if you're going to use streaming services, what are the best ways to do that that will support them? Even like, how do you use Spotify, optimally, if you're going to use Spotify, even though we don't recommend that as your primary source of listening should be like, OK, follow the artist for one thing, because those numbers matter as well. There's a lot of little things you can do to move things forward in how you support artists. And I would love to do like a deep dive into a lot of that. Yeah, yeah I agree. And if my math doesn't fail me here, Disturbed has probably made a couple million bucks just off of Down With The Sickness. Streams alone and that's just one of their songs They have multiple hundred million Stream songs
1: and that's based On the point zero 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 percent that most artists are getting As as David Draymond had pointed Out read your contracts So they most likely negotiated a higher Percentage than most artists So they've actually probably, probably made more money Than that and that's just
2: that's just Me talking about them on Spotify As a, as yes. a huge artist that's not counting All the other
1: streaming services too for David Draymond, I mean, it's right. He's right. It saved his ass. It saved yeah. other elitist bands that that had tons and tons and tons and thousands of downloads, or that were going to either lose that money by people stealing their music. And I get that. I understand completely where he's coming from there. And you know what? I have nothing. I have nothing against that. Make your money, man. You deserve right, it. You guys right, are fucking right. awesome. Like I have nothing against. It. I'm not saying that. I you know. I just. I just think it's kind of an elitist way to look at things. That's that's all I'm trying to get at.
0: And the the reason why we're we're bringing this up is uh, we we had a a little tweet, <laughs> and it, it it garnered a little bit of a reaction, a mild one, from Wolfgang Van Halen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, we 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 checked off another one of those Twitter bucket list. <laughs> um,
0: first it was first it was Brass Against, now it's Wolfgang Van Halen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> one of these on brackets, against. I actually <laughs> have something insane. negative I want to say about them and how they handled that thing specifically to us, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on it
1: right now. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I get yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I, I keep feeling like yeah, we're just like a, a pen drop away from getting uh, viral for the wrong shit. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, which is fine. I mean, it is what it is, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're, well, yeah, I mean, we're not a show that is out there like deliberately trying to cause trouble, but at the yes. same time, you can't like sometimes like it's OK to just say how you feel about a thing. And right. It's also it's also OK to not um, overreact. No, it's not Take it's, everything it, so personally. <laughs> well, it's, it's OK to not cater to people's fragileness. In some cases, and so that's where we get to the context of what we're talking about right now, (laughs) which is Loudwire published an article that said it wasn't it was like a couple of quotes from the guy from Dirty Honey and from Wolfgang Van Halen, both kind of say suggesting that, you know, rock and roll music is not the flavor of the of the week anymore in the you know, general pop world. And so therefore there aren't as many bands doing it because it's not as profitable. And so it's therefore also harder for them to find good bands to tour with. That was the general consensus. The dirty honey guy did most of the talking, putting yes. that, putting that out there to be clear. And so we, I sent out a, a, jo- a joking tweet saying an alternate headline for this would be dirty honey and mammoth aren't looking in the right places. Yeah. Because the itch has discovered a ton of young new rock bands over the past couple of years of doing this and that, that and bands that would be super cool to tour with those two bands in particular, there's
1: a lot of them out there that fit that style. We've made an entire podcast out of it. Like that's right. literally the, <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah
2: that's what we exist for. Um, yeah. But Wolfgang Van Halen is a guy who, who still struggles to not take things to heart on social media. Very and So much. our lighthearted comment was met with, huh?
0: I, very much so. Yes.
2: <laughs> our, our lighthearted comment was met with a like, I'm not sure how lighthearted it was. He, I mean, he's been meaner to people. I'll put it that way. Yeah, for sure. But yes. he basically said, like, what he said was, did you read the article? Because this is not something we just said. It was something that was, you know, they they asked the topic or whatever, which right. Okay, I'm not quite sure how being asked a question means that you're not responsible for the ownership the of response. your answer. Yeah, right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I am not responsible for the words that come out of my mouth when you ask me this question. Okay? Right. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, just that's not how this works. All right. But he 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 took a little bit of offense to that,
2: and I just thought it was kind of silly. Casey probably can can go over a couple of responses if you want, but
0: no, we don't we don't need to go over the the responses. But yeah, in addition to what you said. And you were you were commenting saying, you know, that Wolfgang and Dirty Honey both made our top 20 and yep. both were both were really high on the list at that. We like uh, the novels. <laughs> but then you were just throwing out two examples of bands that could tour with them, Plush being one and the Dead Dead's being the other. And that's all you said. And uh, yeah, and he took offense to that for some reason. I don't know.
1: Well, and that comes back to my elitist p- viewpoint. I think that there are just certain people that have been around the rock industry for a long time that just have this elitist point of view. And, and he's one of them because unfortunately, you know, he is, I wouldn't say unfortunately, I'm sorry, but he's one of them because he's been around, you know, obviously his dad and he's been with Van Halen for years. And so, you know, he, he's been in the industry for, he's well vested.
2: Yeah.
0: And let me also say, I, I do feel really bad for Wolfgang just for the amount of shit that he takes on a daily basis, just for being himself. He
2: does. (laughs) But at the same time, you, you have to learn to how to deal with that and figure out internally how to deal with it without being combative all the time.
1: Right. And I've heard stories too. Cause like from, uh, you know, his live shows, like Van Halen fans shouting, like, play shout at the devil yeah or, you know yeah, yeah play this van halen song and he's yeah. like i'm not i'm not playing van halen i'm fucking wolf you know i'm mammoth we're doing right. mammoth songs and i get and that. that's fair yeah yeah i get that but you know you don't have to be defensive all the time about everything i do agree with that yeah and that that was so one of one of the comments
2: that came up that i thought was interesting because this is a topic that i've thought about before it was well something effective like i guess you know you're not going to be doing an interview with them and them
0: yeah right you're not
2: gonna be doing an interview with them and so for my thought of that is you know i'd actually be happy to do an interview with him yes that's not the point of that tweet yes and, it's, and it she's probably right we've actually i've actually tried to reach out to his management before and it never went anywhere yes. but yeah <laughs> which, but it's also one of those things where um i don't know about you guys i'm actually interested to hear you guys opinions again we're largely well-intentioned and like good-spirited guys and we're not trying to We're not trying to poke the bear, even though that was the phrase that I used when I texted you guys. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. But
2: at the same time, I don't feel compelled to be super sensitive to someone just because they're super sensitive. Right. And so, like, yeah. And and if that costs us an interview, like, okay, like, you're just a person. I'm not going to pretend like you're something more (laughs) special than you are. You're just
1: a human being. Mm -hmm.
2: Like, (laughs)
1: yeah you know i agree if, if you i would still love to talk to him i've said it on our podcast before like i think i could be best friends with the dude he just looks like <laughs> me and him would get along like i'm just saying i still want to be best friends man but
2: <laughs> i, I sent the tweet dan was innocent of it all you can be best friends
1: <laughs> yeah i'm so uh, but no i mean i i get that you know if you're going to be sensitive to that type of comments, then don't get on social media. That's exactly why I don't have a Twitter account because I know I would spend half my day just arguing with people. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking need that. <laughs> yeah.
2: And we argue, we argue very rarely. That's a principle of like, even back on the brass against thing. Like I tried to, to quell that quickly <laughs> yeah. when it started exactly to get out of hand,
1: why I'm not on Twitter. Cause then I won't be on there like making an ass of our Twitter handle. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Shit. There's Dan again. Right.
2: (laughs) And that's why every response I've tried to give, even on this one, was also like positive yeah, yeah. it's positive about it like we're not trying to just be turds here like it's just that's not right. what
1: we're, we have the, the whole intention of our show is to share the love of music and that's what we love to do that's why we play music on our radio show that's why we've done this for 18 years right and it, it, we just we it's the love of music we love sharing music and one of my favorite things that i miss so dearly is like when people used to come over to my house I used to play DJ at home like, oh, have you heard this new song from this artist? Hey, have you heard this new song? Have you heard of this artist? And like people would be subjected to listen to these because they're at my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have a choice. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, I, I do it. I do it in my in my life. I, I do it on our show, on our podcast. I, I do it on our radio show. It's just, that's what I love to do. I love playing music for people who haven't heard stuff. Um, I love getting, you know, people interested in stuff that they've never heard or, you know, experiencing uh, stuff that they've never experienced music wise.
0: Yeah. And, and again, we're not doing the shock jock thing of just talking shit about people just no, for gosh, no. just for the fun of it, like I mean the only time that I can think of that I did anything close to that is the uh, the Eve Six Grim Value review, and <laughs> and that's that's not saying anything bad about eve six themselves just that i didn't really care for that particular album (laughs) and that's 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 as far as it goes like and i'm not gonna go to twitter and talk crap about eve six and, and and say anything about them but you know we're an opinion show and we're we're trying to get music reviews and and other people's thoughts and opinions out out there as a reaction to us as well
2: so Maybe maybe we do a little bonus episode sometime of bands that would be good tour mates for Dirty Honey and Wolfgang Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think we just I just figured it out right now. Yeah. there
0: it is. That's that's another assignment.
1: <laughs> I had something I was going to say too. Okay. Okay. So one of the reasons why I got into broadcasting was because I tried my hand at being a, in a band. I, I was a singer for a band for like a, a year or two, and it just didn't work out. Like, so I've always admired the people that are able to do it and and i i have nothing but respect for them especially people like wolfgang van halen just because he he has the ability to go and play in every single interest, instrument like it's it's something that i've never been able to do i've never i don't know how to play any instruments i tried to, to learn i've tried to teach myself and, and and things like that and i still have not been able to do so so i have nothing but the utmost respect for artists and that's one reason why i actually absolutely love sharing music is because it's something that i cannot do have never been able to do and probably will never be able to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a fair point. And maybe just to bring this back full circle a little bit, because we've mentioned a few different things in here. So credit to David Draymond, going back to him. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. one thing that he does do well is shout out up and coming artists. Yeah. Uh, I know a uh, couple of the ones. Huh? <laughs> shout. <laughs> Oh, uh, good job. Good job, Casey doesn't really play with the, the puns on the podcast very much anymore. And I didn't do that on purpose, but I'm glad you caught it. I'm going to yep. turn into Brian from Playlist Wars and start making bad puns making about every bad, band we talk about. Making bad dad jokes. We'll make the dad jokes. Or you can do them. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do. Casey's going to intro every episode like that from now. But all that to say, Draymond gets on Draymond, you know he's out there he was talking about uh i think it was plush and the warning maybe if i remember correctly among a few others probably yes but like he's got a little bit of a finger to the pulse at least and i appreciate that you know y- y- he may have his own giant platform and he may not be in the same situation as these emerging bands but he, if he's using his platform to help them then that that it goes along some way i think that has some value
1: and again, another person I have nothing but the most utmost respect for, because everybody I've ever heard that we've talked to that's worked with David Draymond or toured with him has had nothing but great things to say about him, except that's like true. one band, one band. And it's just like, you know what? You're probably the problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think so I actually I commented that I can't remember what the hell band it was, but like he he commented like, oh, Draymond was so this and I was like, dude, I've heard nothing but great things about David Draymond. So I think it's you. Yeah.
2: Yes. yeah he was having a bad day or you're the issue yeah <laughs> probably right yep i'll allow for a bad day here and there and so maybe that's what it was maybe Wolf Gang was having a little bit of a bad day like all like the days often, like what <laughs> <often does. laughs> i have but a like, bad day anytime i
0: log on to my twitter account yeah yeah but
2: that's all in fun and good yes. fun and if he, if he if he hears this, we appreciate your music. We we absolutely would talk to you, and we'll probably go see you guys on that tour. Yes, so. yes. Oh, yeah.
0: And one and one final thing to kind of add a little bit of crazy irony on the article itself is right underneath the article, it says eleven bands leading the classic rock revival.
2: That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> the and article it was- is literally. <laughs> We can't find any good bands to tour with. And here's eleven there's of like them. Eleven bands <laughs> right here.
0: Now, granted, one of them, one of them was Dirty Honey, but still, here's ten other bands.
2: They can, yeah. <laughs> That's a good. They, they, a lot of where was like here is a festival of bands that go together.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And and Plush and the Dead Duds were not listed in the article, which is the bands that you referenced. So. So there you go. There's, there's twelve, 12. bands. There's twelve.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I got to shout out one thing here. I know we continue to. There's, there just feels like there's still more. If you're interested, legitimately interested in hearing classic rock-ish bands, new ones um, that have only come out in the past decade or so, mm-hmm. uh, follow our friend on Twitter. The the handle is NCR in. NA, which is New Classic Rock in North America. And he literally has lists. How many did you say? It was like 100 on that one it, thing. It, he posted. It, it, oh, it seemed got to be over 100.
0: It seemed like it was around 100.
2: He, that man will keep you busy if you really want to discover New Rock. So shout out, <laughs> shout out there.
0: Yes. And he was trying to come to our defense. And yeah,
2: we appreciate it. It's all good. Good, good dude. Good music lover. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed that, that interesting little rant slash inspiration for this year's March Bandness. A quick reminder again, this tournament will be going on this week. It is exclusively on Twitter. You can vote for each of these matchups and the subsequent rounds all there. You'll have to act pretty quickly, though, so do not hesitate. We'll have a link in the show notes for you, too.
0: Yes. Go vote. Speaking of going out and doing something, you can check out our merchandise. At uh, itsrocks.com. We have shirts and face mask and a couple other things. Looking to kind of expand on that a little bit. But uh...
2: can I tell you that my Itch shirt is honestly one of my favorite and most worn shirts that I have? <laughs> it's not just because it's us, but like it's legit, like it's very comfy and it fits me perfectly. <laughs> and yeah. I and so far, I haven't even had fading issues. And I've had this thing for a while now. Yeah. So I don't know. Just throwing that out there. oh and also you know because we haven't done it in a while although technically it's in the outro ratings and reviews wherever you listen to your show are super helpful and they also give us feedback on how to improve our show so if you kind of like what you hear but you could like it more let us know (laughs) we're happy to hear it if you really like what you hear definitely let us know because encouragement goes a long way in the indie podcast community
0: Yes, so if you want to give a, a five-star rating and maybe a, a comment about what you like
2: about us, then uh, go for it. If you have any profane rants about us, uh, you can send them to us directly at itchrox.com via voicemail. It's
1: probably just me. It's fine.
2: <laughs> it's you leaving the rants or people ranting about you? People ranting about me. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if we start getting rants about how much how hated we are and it's just it's just Dan doing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a lot of questions. You guys suck so much. Wait, hold, hold on.
1: That'd be hilarious. I'm gonna I'm, I might do that now, just different voices. <laughs> I'm check our email and feel like you got it, you got a
2: voicemail. What's well, this?
0: They'll have a bunch of voicemails from the oxymorons doing their interview voices. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Bored while they're going to the next town.
2: (laughs) But yes, merch and reviews, those are great things. And we will be eternally grateful if you cared to participate in either of those. (laughs) And also voting. And voting. Voting (laughs) is super important at almost all times. (laughs) Almost. Almost. (laughs) Almost.
1: All right, let's close this sucker. Yep. Well, thank you very much for listening to The Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, get your vote on.
2: If you enjoyed what you heard in this
1: episode, please subscribe
2: and tell a friend about the show.
0: We've got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation, including the episode's
1: playlist. And you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. Oh, shit, my computer's not plugged in. Uh Uh-oh. Hold
0: on. (laughs) (laughs) We all three didn't plug in our computers. I did the, I looked I glanced down and I'm like, oh, my bar's low. I better plug this sucker in. (laughs) Oh boy! More more leftovers. I saved it. I saved
1: it. it. I saved it. (laughs) Like my screen (laughs) screen started getting darker. But the screen went dim, and that's when I was like, "Oh shit! My computer's not plugged in." So I ran (laughs) and plugged it in. (laughs) As, As like the screen just went. Dark, like blacked out. (laughs) Not today, computer. I can still hear you guys talking, thankfully. So it had (laughs) started shutting down, but (laughs) it was getting there. It was getting there.
0: We're talking about Marsh Banders.